Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson, and thank you for joining me today. Today, I have a few thoughts for you on the subject of joy. After all, this is the season where we celebrate the Lord's birth and His coming was full of joy. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. So Sunday night, as I was writing this little podcast on joy, and I paused before I was finished, I happened to come across a little article Rachel, my daughter, had posted on how parents should lead their children by means of joy. And it was such a good little article. I commend it to you all to go find that and read it. But it coincided so much with what I was writing about Christmas. And so I'm, go- I'm just going to use that concept that she gave me that when Christ came, God was leading the world by means of joy. And joy was the response that we see in Mary, Elizabeth, her baby, the wise men, and the shepherds. And so that's the thing I was, I was shooting for in this little podcast is just how joy saturated the coming of the Lord and just adding that angle to it that that's how God leads his people is by means of joy. So let's take a look at some of these scriptures. When the angel appeared to Mary, of course, she was understandably troubled, but he also gives her good news about her cousin Elizabeth. And so Mary takes off. It says she makes haste to go visit Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth sees her, her greeting must have given Mary tremendous assurance and joy. In Luke 1, 41 through 44, when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. So this is John the Baptist leaping for joy in Elizabeth's womb. And Mary, in response to this, burst out in joy herself in what we call the Magnificat. Her soul magnifies the Lord and her spirit has rejoiced in God her Savior. So her initial fear and her initial troubling of spirit was turned into great joy as she recounts all the Lord has done for her and for his people. I think sometimes that's what we need to do, women, is recount all that the Lord has done for us and how we got to this place in our lives. Like, recount it all to the Lord, out loud to yourself and to your family. All the Lord has done for you. This is rejoicing in the Lord. This is magnifying the Lord. But Christmas, as we celebrate it, is really, as I said before, saturated with joy in the Bible story. All right, when the wise men are trying to find their way and the star appears, their response is joy. Matthew 2.10, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. They were thrilled. (laughs) They were so excited. It was exceeding great joy. And just to see how God has led them to this place. And you think about your own life, 
how God has led you to where you are this day, and to recount again, to think about with joy how kind He's been to you and what a good thing He has done in and through you and blessing you. So, moving on. But notice before we move on, it's not just joy, it's not just great joy, but it's exceeding great joy. And this is not something we crank out, but it's something that really picks us up, sort of lifts us up as we recount all the good things God has done in sending us a Savior. So they were thrilled, they were joyful that God was leading them to the place, and they had come so far. Even the shepherds, at first they were sore afraid. (laughs) I love the King James. Luke 2.10 And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. It's good tidings. It's good news. It's great joy for all people. And after the angelic choir burst into song, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill toward men, the shepherds make haste just like Mary's going to do when she goes to see Elizabeth, makes haste to go find the babe. God leads them with joy. And when they got back to their flocks, after seeing the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and so forth, they continued to glorify and praise God for all they had heard and seen. So they ran to see this amazing event, but then they went back to their duties. But how did they go back to them? They went back to them praising God and glorifying Him. That's how we express our joy. And joy is our God-given response to good news. It's not something we generate on our own. And at the same time, in obedience, we can, in a sense, generate it, if you want to call it that, by recounting to God His goodness, glorifying Him, magnifying Him. The result is going to be joy, but it's joy of the Holy Spirit. It's not joy of our own devising. And not only does God lead us through good times by means of joy, but he also leads us through the difficult times in joy as well. Our feelings can certainly get tangled up, but God calls us to order our feelings rightly to keep them under his authority and under his lordship. We are called to count it all joy when we endure hard times. We are able to do that. The only way we are able to do that is because joy is given to us as a fruit of the Spirit. And so this is how we can lead our own hearts is by means of joy and lead our families through the fat times and through the lean times. So for our own family, for my family, our weekly Sabbath has been our regular time of rejoicing together. It's not the only time we rejoice. But it is on the calendar every week we gather the time of rejoicing as we prepare for worship through all the times. Hard times are easy times because we know all of our times are blessed by God and he never changes. So let's talk about leading our hearts in joy because sometimes in the Christmas holidays, as we're expected to be joyful, we can look for joy in the wrong places. Or we can allow circumstances to drain our joy away. So we may light the candles and we may put on the Christmas music, hoping that these external things will bring us joy. But maybe it's gray and rainy and drizzly outside and you have a bad cold. (laughs) 
(laughs) We cannot manipulate the mood and create joy. Joy is our response to a faithful creator, and he is the bedrock of all of our joy. We are to joy in the great good news of the coming of the Savior. We're to joy because we can rejoice in the Savior. We can rejoice in all the circumstances that God has ordained for us. So, we serve the Lord with joy and gladness. We go on our way joyfully and rejoicing like the shepherds. We get back to work like the shepherds, rejoicing. And then we put on the Christmas carols. Then we light the Christmas candles. Psalm 100 is a great place to go if you want to review this and think, well, how am I going to rejoice in the Lord? What content am I going to have? Well, go to Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. So these are things you can do. You can read Psalm 100. You can sing hymns. And you can put on the carols by all means. But when you discipline your heart to take joy in the Lord, you will enjoy following Christ. And then you think, well, what is the chief end of man? Remember, to love God and enjoy him forever. So recount all that he has done for you. Review the wonderful story of God's salvation for his people. And then rejoice in the Lord and be filled with joy overflowing as you walk through this week that God has given you. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, check out Nancy Wilson's book, The Fruit of Her Hands, Respect and the Christian Woman. Order today at canonpress.com.